Yeah. Yo. What's good? Welcome back. Yes, sir. Well, welcome me back because I'm yeah, gone. I know. You, man, we missed you. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one day. You see last week's episode? I Did started you? listening to it. I fell asleep. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, I just turned hey, it off. It was that boring. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what I you know what I, I did? Y'all were on Zoom, weren't y'all? Huh? Yeah. I could hear the Zoom through the through the audio and say I don't want nothing to do with it because y'all know I hate Zoom. Y'all know I hate Zoom. I heard I heard the voice. I said, Y'all are on Zoom. Uh. It's a lack of laughter in here. It must not have been in person. Yeah, bro. It was it was the, I just heard it. I was like, oh man, we they on Zoom, bro. That's tough. That's tough. You know how much I hate Zoom. So I couldn't support it. You know, I'll GP. I couldn't support it. Oh, I couldn't because I couldn't support it. I just wasn't going to put myself through that kind of pain. You know how much I hate Zoom. Yeah. We talked about this. It's cool. You. Listen, Shadi. What? Nothing. It's cool. We know I, we know I hate Zoom, bro. I know that you With hate With a burning Zoom. passion. I know that you hate Zoom. Okay. And a supernova. And I understand that, you know, last time wasn't the best of times. That's fair. But. You know, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was in no condition to be on the pod at that point. No, to be honest, no, no, you I weren't. was not, I was but not. It, it's, it's cool though because you know we'll, 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 we'll talk, we'll talk, yeah, we'll talk. Darius, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm alive. That's that's the best thing I can say. Man, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> For y'all listening, this is our guest today. Her name is Maria Brianna Alvarez. Hey. You're not clapping? I heard this ringing in my ear, and I'm like really zoned in today. Y'all don't hear that? All right, it's just me. Oh, the, the, oh, hey. He was late and didn't clap. <laughs> we clapped, you was just sitting there just, uh. Hey, man, you have been shot twice? No. No, no worries. No, I'm. 50 Cent been shot twice. Five. <laughs> Four and a half times. Oh, yeah. I was gonna help you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, hey, shout out 50. Shout out 50. Yeah, shout out 50. That may be trolling on the internet for real. It's hilarious. But that's beside the point. I got a question for y'all. Uh-huh. What's up? Who has the best fast food French fries? Chick fil A. Say, you gotta talk louder. Chick fil A. Chick fil A. All right, why Chick fil A? Um, I, I really don't know. You really don't know why? No. It's, it's, really it's, it's not too salty. Okay. It gets you cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. They look good, like presentable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's important. Is that okay. Okay. That's, that's important. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And they taste bomb. Okay. So. Are you dipping in the sauce? You, so. Yes. So do you think that. It being waffle fries has anything to do with it, or if it was just regular fries, it'd be the same thing for you. It would not be the same thing. I don't know if it's the waviness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the waviness or not. It just taste good. I feel that. No, I realize I never seen what a waffle, a grater, a potato grater for a waffle fry look like. I mean, like. I've never seen that before. Think about it, bro. How do they cut the things in the waffle fries? What if they press them down like that? What you mean? Like put it in the machine and they press it down and they come out like that? Right, but yeah, but what's the what's the mold look like? You know what I'm saying? Like if you do it for like a regular fry, it's just like straight grid holes and it's go hunk, right? But what if for a waffle fry, what's the hole look like? 
It's a great question. But before I answer, I'm gonna ask y'all to skip me, but I'm gonna ask this. Are, are we only talking big chain restaurants or just in general the best fries we ever had? Uh no, 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 no. I'm no, I'm thinking big chain. Big chain. Like it's big gotta chain, be it's chain, gotta be more in more than one state. And you ever had Harold's with the mouse sauce on the fries, bro? I'm not saying no, no, no. I like the mild sauce. I like it the fries, but I never feel like I, I like not, my fries crispy top, like that though. It's not top notch. Yeah, it's not. It's all right. Okay, what about fries like without the sauce? Mm. Like dipping is cool, but if the, if the fries okay. fry without the sauce, ain't hitting like that. Like, okay, 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 okay. See, I'm a potato connoisseur, so this is a really deep question. Oh, oh, oh! Say it again. I'm a potato connoisseur. <laughs> I love potato. Like potato. Twist your mustache up right now. Yeah, Twist your mustache up. Right <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love potato, bro. I, I love potatoes, like in all different forms, bro. So you asking that question, that's a lot of depth because then we could be like, all right, well, are we basing that just fresh, hot out the grease good? Or are we talking about like they can last or maybe about like a good 10 minutes without you really touching them and they'll still be good, kind of good? You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's deep. Is that, there any fry that mm-hmm. can do that? Can do both? Here's okay. Because then there's your answer. I'm gonna put mine in here, and this is this is new for me. I never thought I would say this. Mm-hmm. White castles. Huh? Okay. White castle fry. <laughs> They're always crispy. Hey, they hot. They they gonna deteriorate unlike McDonald's fries. They not gonna be dry like Chick Fil A fries. And 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 they better. I mean, Burger King, Wendy's really got a hit. I really want to go with Wendy's, but something in my heart. White Castle spread. White Castle. Big <laughs> Chain. You said Big Chain. They said Big Chain. I never. I never had. I never had White Castle before. Don't. Do first of all, first of all, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Okay. Where's the deal? Everybody talk about White Castle like it gonna hurt your stomach later. It does. You know, I have a philosophy, right? It like I don't hurt. go watch scary movies, right? Because I don't see the point of scaring myself. I don't enjoy being scared. So at the same time, I don't enjoy diarrhea. I'm not gonna go to White Castle. Don't get the burger. <laughs> don't, don't get the burger. Right. Yeah. Then there's the no one, point one, yeah. of going to White Castle. Yeah. They got, they got onion rings and chicken rings and. Chicken rings. No, no. Ayo. The chicken no, rings chicken are rings. good. Chicken, yeah, yeah. Chicken, 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 chicken ring. Chicken ring. Well, a chicken it's ring. It's a ring. Well, they take ground chicken and make it to a ring shape and then fry it. That's the only thing I'll do. Listen, I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. But if you tell people that you're going to White Castle for chicken rings, they don't let you. Like, oh yeah, I know. People are judging. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. You, I, I feel like we just collectively just need to have a day where we just chill with each other and each one of us we just go to a different restaurant and then bring it here mm. or or like we can all go together you know what i'm saying so three different restaurants yeah in one day so he can show us this cheese with chicken <laughs> listen my guy uh, my guy i don't like uh, it either. but to be fair for him to try uh, what i want him to try I'm going to have to take a... That's fair. Remember when you said this the picture? You said this the picture, and I was like, how the picture not even looking good, bruh? Like, the concept of my brain don't even feel like it's right, but the picture? The picture looked disgusting. That's an ew. I cannot wait to see your face when you... 
I like when that when that reality hits you and you finally realize, dang, I've been wrong all this time. This nigga was on to something. And I'ma just sit there, bro. And I'ma just I'ma absorb your your that. Your I'ma, I'ma, I'ma absorb. I'ma absorb in the defeat that y'all gonna have. Me <laughs> That's strange I'm negative like, energy coming from you over there. You said I want, <laughs> want the tears of your soul oh, in me, bro. I'll be like, right, man. Cheese for chicken. Look at you. Uh, I like that idea. Yeah, Brad, I don't know, but I don't know if I. I she, what she, is, hold on. What do, you, what do you say? Well, hold on, hold on, because you just said. I'm going to have to try in order for him to try what I want him to try. What do you want me to try? Well, I'm going to have to see what you haven't had yet. Because I know for him, he said he ain't had... Uh, Maxwell's? Yeah, he ain't had yeah. Maxwell Street and he ain't had White Castle. Right. But you have. You've had you had Maxwell Street before? Right. Nah, that's like a, clearly a Chicago staple yeah. I never heard of yet. Do you see me? Come on, man. I've had just about... Everything. That's what I'm saying. So I would have to think about something that you haven't had so that way you could try it. I'd be like, yo, this is fire. Something that you probably would never want to try on your own. Okay, for one, if you... I've had Chinese food. I don't. Eat, I just don't eat Chinese food. Son, I don't... Right? I, 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 Why I, don't you eat Chinese food? I just don't like it. Why? Like I don't it. like it either. And I don't think I'm it a, tastes as good as everybody try to make it seem. Right. I'm Especially they fried chicken, bro. Listen. And I'm fried chicken. Like the orange chicken and something okay, like that. You gotta go, no, 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 no. I, no, no. I don't well, want to. We don't order fried chicken from Chinese spot. See, you ain't been to the right Chinese spot. Because if you go out there on C C Knife and Ashland, like right off, right before you hit Justine, it's like a little Asian restaurant. They make they make you're like contradicting yourself right now. They make they make chicken. I'm just telling you, they make fried chicken. <laughs> so the one spot on 69th and Ashland is no, it's fried multiple chicken. spots that make I'm, fried chicken, but a lot of them in the hood. I'm just gonna tell you what it is. Have you had? But you had, was it Asian fried chicken? Hey man, you say? Or just a Chinese buddy over there fried chicken? Like I don't have have money. Money. Like, I, I, I just making the fried chicken. Yeah, I'm just making. I'm saying, bro, Harold got Asians working in there. Asian fried chicken, me. This is fried. It's Harold. Have you had? I'm just okay, saying, so have Chinese you had? Have had fried chicken at this time? Have you had fusion chicken before? Asian fusion chicken. What are you saying to me? No. We need to take it to Chris. Oh, but I had Chris. It's okay, fire. so so you had crisp. Okay, yeah. So yeah. that's fusion. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. That's yeah. that fire, bro. Yeah. Crisp. You hit that thing and go. Did you, you like? Yup. <laughs> you don't like spicy. Right? Nah, I don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. My bad. You Should we rewind the tape back to the? You gonna do a flashback? Flashback. Me like me kicking my foot <laughs> under the table. <laughs> with that ice cream. On the concentrating. I really Man. wish we had documented you out the car. With, like <laughs> that, now that would have been. I jokes. was so mad when we went to your party. It was just like, oh, you was the one that's hanging out there. Is that how you? That, that's how you told them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you was my acting tough the whole time, and then all of a sudden, got to the end of it, you was just like, hey man. I don't know First of all, because because here's the problem: everybody on the video saw that you handled it like 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 a G, right? They saw me over here eat it, a whole. Court of ice cream. Cool. They saw Fred see into, into different dimensions, right. and then like yeah, yeah. Fred left his body for a minute. Okay, what and then you just out here shooting muscle. We tell you to, to go. I didn't show the video. No. We had a, we had a, what was it called? A Carolina Reaper. Carolina, Carolina Reaper pepper. Oh, and wow. I'm just gonna say that thing burned on the way out for sure. See, see, I was good for like the initial 15 minutes or something, and then it hit my stomach, yo. Okay, See, I, I eat spicy though. So I love spicy. Carolina Reaper, the I, hottest I, pepper in the world. I love spicy, okay, no. but <laughs> yeah. that that was 
Like when it hit my stomach, I was a different kind of pain. I ain't never felt like that's what I'm saying. Like, like my, my mouth, like, my mouth was cool. I handled it like a G when it, like I was eating it. That was fine. Like you said, once it hit my stomach, though, yeah. I don't know how it hit my stomach before it hit your stomach. <laughs> oh, do you see me? Do you see you? You metabolize food faster than I do. So it took a long while for it to hit. But once it hit, I was like, oh, nah. I ain't know what that was. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't even want to go back. It'd be people like, oh, that Carolina Reaper. I'm like, you take that on. You know what I know about? Because they're like the Marianos on my job. They got that one chip challenge thing. Still chip I in the box. Doing that too. So you ain't up for it? What's on? What's on? What's on the one chip? You know, it's like bro. a whole bunch of peppers. And I ate, okay. I ate Carolina Reaper salsa. I okay, I'm headed in salsa form, dipped with chip, dipped with quesadilla, tore it up, had it, had a had a jerk chicken, a vegan jerk chicken pasta with Carolina Reaper sauce in it. Bomb, raw pepper. No, that's that's different. I'm eating the chip, bro. That's that. I mean, you gonna eat it? Yeah. Hey, man, you gonna be slobbing around here, bro. I'm cool. I'm with it. Like, like, with with hot stuff. With with hot stuff, like, for the most part, I'm down to at least try like once or eat like a little bite of it. If it's if it's like the whole main thing of it, it's just spiciness. So I like spicy food. Real quick, please tell me y'all saw that video of that old white man eating that. Eating them peppers. Hilarious. Alright, we gotta talk about this. You gotta segue better, G. What? You gotta segue better. This is not a segue. I'm si- You just be like, you be like, hey, hold up the whole conversation. <laughs> I wanna I, say something completely random. I gotta because then Papa, did you see it? <laughs> did you see it though? There's no transition to everything. It ain't for the transition. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. You gotta see it. Uh-huh. So going back, like you just said, like yeah. segways and everything. So we we got way away from fries. The fries, yeah. I didn't even get to say my answer yet. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 bro. So just so we can move things along, I'm gonna just say for the default answer, um, no, McDonald's is good, but like that, it it gotta be like hot though. Like mm-hmm. if it gets any kind of cold, it is complete and utter trash. Mm-hmm. I would say Burger King turn, fries. Turn the pack of peanuts out there, go cold. Yeah, like I, I, I would say, I would say Burger King fries, and they're not the best, but at least when they get cold, they're not automatic trash. Like you can at least eat them up at least one good time, and it's still edible. Burger King fries. Burger King fries. I, I like Burger King hash browns. Better than McDonald's hash browns. Neither here nor there. Not today. Neither here. Exactly. Not today. Yeah, exactly. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Exactly. Little circles. Not today. All right, that's all I'm going to say. Go ahead. So, for you, what is it? What's the fries? Rallies slash checkers. Damn, why do I forget about rallies? Oh, rallies has spread. No, no they got the new things are colored. Um, I'm because they have all that seasoning <laughs> yeah. in them. them things are, them, I remember the fry come out yellow, bro. The things come out <laughs> orange, bro. I'm hopping on that bandwagon because I got like a whole pack in the freezer right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me take the back one because y'all just imagine. I'm going with five guys. Oh, five guys are good too. Five guys ain't bad. Five guys ain't bad. Rally, Rally's just taking a kick though, bro. That is, yeah. that is the most seasoned fry out there. The most crispy. It's not. It's 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 
She's in Christian. All of that. The little curly That's not curly. That's it, from Arby's. That's, yeah, yeah Arby's. Arby's. I'm talking about Rally's. Arby's. I ain't never ate Arby's. The Rally's don't have curly fries, bro. Yeah. Rally's got the straight fry, but that, that joint orange. Think about and got pepper in it. Like it's yeah. just like pepper flakes in it. You, you, you ever have? You ever have? You ever have Popeye fries? Okay, yeah. then. well, then they look, they look similar to that. Okay, all right. Okay. But, like, okay. the color is important because the seasons are on there, bro. Like, yeah. when you go to, we go to, we go oh, to Burger right. King, you go to McDonald's, you go, I, I'm like, it's salt. We just throw salt on it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, they throw salt on it. Yes. You ever got a batch of just dry fries? You're like, what's going on, Beto? <laughs> why Why you taste like that? Yeah. Ain't nothing but, worse than getting hot McDonald's fries and no salt on it. It's what, what, what are we doing it. here? Right. <laughs> What are we doing here? It's like going to McDonald's and then they telling you like, "Yo, son, like we ain't got no burgers. We got everything else but burgers." The Finally, fact, y'all got the ice machine work, ice cream machine work. We ain't got no burgers. <laughs> the fact that this whole episode, half of this episode, is going to be about food, y'all can no longer blame me again. I just want to. I, I, you know what it is. You know what it is, though. I feel like we like food, and we are passionate as hell about. It. Like that's the most passionate. Food and music are the most passionate things on this pod that we have ever talked about. Like, we just, like, it just be like an extra battery in our back, just extra That's charge. Right. Let's you just right. go on. You right. start. You right, yeah. As soon as we get talking about it, you right. I'm not mad right. about it. It's just that we just got to talk about it. I kind of blame myself. It just like. Like it, we really started doing this, when I came on. I felt like, like, why not here is when we really started. When we really like, so, we had like two food episodes since I joined, bro. So, so earlier in season two, we talked about what would be rated underrated. Like we had like a whole episode about that. Yeah, you remember this man with his gourmet hot dog, bro? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, nah, for, for you to know, Maria, the things I so so listen. <laughs> we were having a conversation about hot dogs. And I was just explaining them how I cook my hot dogs, right? So I, okay. I, I put it on the pan. Like, he, they, they were boiling their hot dogs home. What I did is I put it on the pan, heat that thing up. Okay, I saute some some uh, onions. I toast the bun a little bit. And, that, and then I put, that? yeah, I put the hot dog in, put the onions in, put some barbecue sauce on it. That And, like, that's how I eat my, eat my hot dog. <laughs> but, but, like, I got to make sure it's charred a little bit on the side, too, a little crunchy, right? And they were like, what? Like, I don't just boil my hot dog and just throw it in there. Like, nah, yeah. like... Like I think you were like you don't boil your hot dogs. I didn't know there's any other way you could do hot dogs. I was <laughs> like, yeah, oh, nah, bro, it's that's like ramen. There's like I know. So many different ways. I, I, I know microwave and I know boiling. That's I'm, the only way I know about. Boiling. I know splitting that joint down the middle, cutting it. Well, yeah, that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you said like whole hot dog in it and just yeah, because like, like when you cutting it, that's like more for like that's, 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 like that's more like breakfast type thing. Because like I've had yeah. that. Like, put it like a cut in half, but it'd be like a breakfast stuff. Not with onions. Mm, it can be. I no. it's not. It's not my bag. All I know is when I was at your last kickback or whatnot at your crib, yeah, and he was barbecuing. With me, that was the first time I had like a a, a bun that was like grilled. Word. Okay. I didn't like it. Oh, that, oh, interesting. No, I detested it. 
Oh, but I ate it like a champ, though. But I, I, I detested it. Yes. No. I want it soft, bro. I want it soft, bro. I don't want no, no crunchy ass bun. Yeah, yeah. You kind of, yeah, that's wild. That's I don't crunchy bun. Okay. You're not gonna focus on it's the okay. negative. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We're gonna focus on the negative. I what? All right. Go I, got, I got excited. I said, "Oh, like you got my food," and then you so said, "What?" Focus on the negative. I said the bun. I ain't saying nothing about nothing else. You cook. I said the bun. You right. No, no, no. That felt like a doctor. Like, come on, man. Segue into the day. So, what's today's date? The twenty-first, I believe. October twenty first. Yeah. Fall is coming. Mm-hmm. coming. It's getting cold. What are you excited about with the cold season coming? Now, why would you ask me this? Well, I'm gonna need you to speak up a little louder. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to speak a little louder, but uh, what, am I- what, what are you excited about the cold, like? There's the cold season's coming. There's a lot to be not excited about. But what do you want? What are you excited about? I'm excited for the holidays. Okay. That comes with the winter. That's a very cliche answer. I want a little better, like meaty answer. I'm a family person. I'm family okay. oriented. Okay. I enjoy being with my family. I have a huge family. Um, I am Latina, so we're all loud. We enjoy being around each other, and that comes with the cold. The warmth. Of the family, okay, in the cold, yeah. All right. What's, what's, what about you, Darius? I'm ready to drink pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> like a suburban <laughs> soccer mom, bro. Like I cannot, man. I sent a picture to this group chat, and they had like future dressed up with all them moms. <laughs> like smack that talking about for me when I realized I like pumpkin. That's me. My kids, I'm ready. I'm ready for pumpkin spice scones from Starbucks. <laughs> they need to bring them immediately. They already have them. Pumpkin spice? It's time, bro. It's October, B. They have. I've been having Because I missed it the la- I missed it last year. I was sick. <laughs> yeah. I went to five different Starbucks. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I was late to work because I went to two different Starbucks on the way to work trying to get me some scones. Like, some scones. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, shout out Starbucks. We need that sponsorship. Oh, man. I shouldn't have name dropped. Yeah. No, it's man. too late now. Yeah, it's too late. Give man. my man some scones. Pumpkin spice. Don't ever discontinue them. I don't know what's wrong Pumpkin with Pumpkin spice. Oh, I might have to check that out, honestly. What? Not, actually, I might have to check it out. Because I because yeah, the drink, I can't do it. I can't do the drink. Why? I can't do the drink. What's Why? Wrong with I can't it? do it, bro. I can't the do it. Phone? I just get this feeling inside of my body as it goes into my body, <laughs> and my body wants to reject it. Hey man, you're I'm, being dramatic. I'm, I'm being ready for the big sweaters. <laughs> you feel me? Huh? Big sweaters. I'm ready for it. Oh, the big sweaters. Yeah. Big sweaters. When yeah. they hang off your like your collarbone a little bit, but not your <laughs> shoulders. Like, oh, you might be oversized. Good. What? Yeah. You sound like <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, why you sound flat, flat, flat? But no, why you sound like a Forever 121 ad, bro? What hey, you doing, bro? I'm just ready. <laughs> I went off the shelf. Oh, off like, the like, man, you feel me? Like, wow, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hoodies? What about you? Um, I'm excited to buy my first coat as an adult. Hey, that's a big what? deal. And no, see, all right, let me get back to it, right? Because he's looking at me like, I've been doing hoodies only 
since seventh grade. Okay. So what, you just double up on the hoodie? Double up or just single hoodie and just wear a sweater up underneath the hoodie. Okay. You know, and that's what I've been doing. Okay. Um, I decided since I'm turning 30 this year, I need to uh, rub a little bit, you know what I mean? Okay. And, and actually get, <laughs> like, a coat, like an adult. And I'm not necessarily... I'm excited for it. At the same time, I'm not. Because, like, I got real bad experience with coats. So my mom, right... Like a lot of like a lot a lot of moms, you know what I'm saying, when they don't have money like that, yeah, they'll get you a coat, but they'll get it a couple of sizes bigger for you to grow into it so that way they don't have to spend money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I recall days like this. Mm-hmm. So and this isn't a knock to you, right? I don't want you to take this as disrespect, right? Mm-hmm. This is all love. Okay. Yes. I'm just using this as a visual example. Okay. Cool. So imagine me yes. look shorter. Right, because I'm in elementary school at this point. I'm yeah. shorter, right? Right. Skinnier. Yes. My mom bought me an Eskimo coat. Yes. You could have fit the Eskimo That's coat. That's tough. And I was just like, why am I wearing this? <laughs> <those? laughs> That's hilarious. So that way, that, that's the reason why I've just been rocking hoodies ever since I, I was able to. And I was like, no, I'm not doing coats. I'm not. Why? I got that's like I got trauma. Yeah, that's, there you go. Like, I was already getting teased at school up. enough, but me showing up with an Eskimo coat, you know what I'm saying? Like, it That's was tough. hard to move in, bro. Like, it was just, it. it That's tough. I remember, bro. You, do you remember this? I, 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 I remember me walking somewhere and somebody's looking like, damn, kid, you buff as hell. And I'm just like, <laughs> And in my head, I'm just like, no, no, I'm not. I am nowhere near buff. So yeah, like I'm gonna get a coat. Um, I'm trying to picture this. <laughs> son, I wish I still had it. I had it maybe still like. I got you. Eighth grade, seven. Started here a bunch of NBA coats. Oh, I wasn't allowed to have one, but yeah, I remember. Okay. Start ahead the the the, the Hornets. Yeah. And remember it was blue. I get blue and purple. Super blue. It had a little yeah. bug on it, but it was a little mascot. And it was like big round puffy coat. Yeah. My dad bought me that coat. And I was already a bad kid. <laughs> a bad kid. A big round puffy blue coat. Every time I got called a black blueberry. <laughs> Man, it, it's rough, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to my birthday. Because last year was supposed to be my golden birthday. COVID knocked all that out of the way. Right. So I wasn't able to do nothing. So I'm making up for my golden birthday. And for me turning 30 this year. Because 30 is a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's people today and didn't even make it a 30. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's a big deal. Uh, and I got a theme for it and everything. It's going to be office party. It's going to be nice, bro. Office party? Yes. Like, like the office? Or, yes, like, from the office? <laughs> so, office? Yes. Oh, bet. Well, and I'm buying we, myself a suit to top it off. You got to make a rule. You got to make a rule. You know that, right? Which will be? All the black people can't be narrow. 
<laughs> I mean, no, I mean, like, you, you, okay. I'm not doing anything with your wife, man. That's fair. If that's what you want to do, if you if, if you want it to be like that, then you can. But, like, I'm just going, bro. I'm coming this pants, bro. <laughs> you. I'm coming this pants. <laughs> you. I'm coming this pants, bro. I'm coming this pants. I wanted to be Creed, and then I'm like, I have a confession. Oh, you never watched The Office. No, that's fine if you have it. But if you say you hate The Office, let her old. confess. Let her confess. All right, all right, go ahead. Can you finish your sentence? No. Oh, <laughs> this has been another episode. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, it's Darius. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cam. Oh no! no. It's Maria. Oh it's no! Oh, yes, it's you know. Like I always say, man, take care of one another. You're a wild, bro. <laughs> you kind of want to You wink at the camera? You never wink at the camera. <laughs> you wink at the camera. Oh, no. Oh, oh Confess your heart. Go ahead. Tell the truth, say the devil. Okay. See, I tried to watch The Office mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. This also might be a trauma thing because my ex, he loved The Office. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now every time I try to rewatch it, I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> get away from me. Yeah. Okay. That's but I also don't think it's that funny. <clears throat> you see how I gave her an out? I was like, okay, that's understandable. Your ex, you've got memories, trauma. I get that. But then I also don't really. Okay, but I've only gotten to three episodes in and I'm. Pretty sure everyone that watches it say you have to go further than that. Yes, absolutely. I I said judging the book by its cover, which we all do. I disagree. I disagree. You think the opposite is funny either? No, I disagree. I watched it a bunch of times. Here's the thing: you don't have to go in order. Oh really? I think most people get that. Like, yeah, they think it's like a storyline to it, and it's absolutely. Yeah, really it kind of is though. Jim and Pam are storyline, yeah. bro. Okay, if you just jump in and out, you're gonna be like Michael and Michael and Janice. Jan, yeah, Jan. Jan and C, we don't even know. So, but, but, you're trying to help me. <laughs> hey, you trying to help me? So, so it's not that liberal. So, so there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Keep going. I, I, I appreciate <sighs> what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. All right, I see what you're doing. Oh. I will. I will try. Can I make? Can I make a promise? You like Parks and Rec? He did. He liked that too. Uh, okay, but, you. but I never tried Parks and Rec because I, I. You might actually know. like that if you like Parks and Rec. Okay, but let me just promise. I will try again. Don't do this. Okay. No, I will. I will try again. Cam I will, will try. Cam will hold you to it. I will. Have you written in your journal? Okay, never mind. Uh, do you still owe me three? Three or something? You have a journal? <laughs> you bought me a journal. My birthday. I did. Yes, and I do still have it. What do I owe you? Three of something that we're not going to talk about. Uh, uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Okay, so. Thank you. Before you pretense, before you do this, let me, let me pretense this. So if you're going to make this promise, right, to give it another try. Okay. We're going to have you back on here in December to check up on you. Yes. Because it's October. But tell you what, can I make an addendum? No, no, addendum. No, no. What do we mean by try? What? Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Okay, mm-hmm. you are an artist. 
Okay. Talented artist, I would say. Okay. I know you don't like hey. affirmations, but yeah, 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 for sure. Here's the thing. When your art show come come next art show comes around, we're gonna have you on the pod. So mm-hmm. you can promote the art show, get mm-hmm. you some get you, you know what I mean? We're gonna okay. do mm-hmm. so we'll give you that's your deadline. By the next time okay. you come on the here to promote the promote the what's it called? The oh art show, show. Our show that you gotta have these done, okay? December's kinda you know, December's okay, kinda but- scary, that's daunting. But when you know you got something to do, you know you got something to do. So you gotta How do far you into do. the show? You yeah. must go at least. Go ahead. You make it. No, I mean, like, listen, I'm not gonna tell you you gotta watch the whole thing, right? I'm going to tell you this. I'm gonna give you a pass for me. So, idea. You got an idea? Yes. Go ahead. Three of us get for one episode to watch. I was that's good because that because yeah, I was we'll do that off air. Cause, but like yeah, because yeah, I was gonna give you three episodes anyway. Not me personally give you three episodes, but like yo, you just choose whatever three episodes. You know what I mean? And watch yeah. it. You don't like it, you don't like it, that's cool, whatever. Yeah. We'll give you the three episodes. But three episodes, yeah. And then, okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I'll do that. I'm like a plan. Okay. Sounds, sounds like good. Sounds sounds good. But I'm gonna tell you what mine is already. When they hit that office party, when they hit the like the stamps of the cultures on their forehead. That's they the had season. to guess. They had to guess who, yeah. who was who. Ah, that's the one you gotta watch. That's the first right. season. Hilarious. Um, I know Cam mentioned that you do art art shows, mm-hmm. and part of why you're here is to be interviewed, obviously. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? <clears throat> Um, so one, I'm an artist. Um, I went to art school for photography. I got a degree in fine art. Um, so a little bit of everything. I love photography, but I do painting, drawing, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Performance art. Um, I recently just did a performance piece, but, um, I also have a business back home um, in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. <laughs> the fort. You're um, an Indiana man? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, and then moved to Indianapolis. So I like to say that's my home too. Um, but yeah, I have a business back home. We put on art shows, performing and visual artists. Um, and we just bring them all together. And Put on the show. That's dope. dope. Yeah. I used to stay in Huntington. Okay. Yeah, that was. was yeah, that was scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was scary for the month that I, I was can, there. I can understand. So, how long have you been doing these shows? It's our fourth year. Um, so yeah, we started off in a little office space. <laughs> um, my business partner's mom. Uh, she had a little office space, and we just did. It was a three-person art show, um, and then yeah, now we're like we have about like two, three hundred people that come to our shows. So, Yo, that's yeah. dope. <laughs> that's that's dope. Yeah. So like, nice. um, as far as like pieces, like so, what like like as far as far as the performing arts pieces, like what would you say is like maybe your favorite piece to perform? Um. So I've only performed one piece specifically. Um, we bring in a lot of performing artists that do uh, music, spoken word. Um, but me specifically, 
Um, I've done an art piece, a performing art piece that was about my culture um, and like this this traditional Mexican dress that's been passed down from my aunts. Um, and so I basically just like danced around in it. Um, a traditional Mexican dance called Focorico um, dancing. And I just like danced around and ended up handing out flowers to the audience, um, just kind of inviting them into my culture and my space. And, uh, so yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So me, you're a good friend. So I'm going to ask personal, a little bit of personal question in terms of like, I know that somebody who's uh, inspiration for you and somebody to you, you Adoration is like a strong word, but like Frida Kahlo, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody who inspires you a lot. Like, tell me about how you, like, what you see when you see her and how she inspires mm-hmm. you today. Yeah, so uh, something I really love about Frida Kahlo is how vulnerable she was um, in her artwork. Um, she, a lot of her artwork was about pain and the suffering that she went through. Um, she dealt with a lot with her husband. Um, but also, like she had, um, she had a was in a bus accident and she her back, so she couldn't walk. So a lot of times she was like laying in her bed, like looking up at a mirror and uh, painting herself. But like a lot of that reflected onto her artwork. Um, and I think for me, a lot of my a lot of things that I've gone through in life reflect in my artwork i don't necessarily i don't think i talk about it a lot um other than in my artwork so yeah as as a as a fellow artist i know there's these moments sometimes you create something where you have this there's this great feeling of like exhale right whether or not it's the best thing you ever created or it's 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 gonna pack a lot of people that but for you personally it was just finishing it was the was such an exhale like what is is there a piece that comes to mind when you think about a piece that you put together that really allowed you to exhale? I don't know that there's like a specific piece. I feel like I'm always not finished. Mm. <laughs> um, I feel like I've, I can always add to it, but I think it's when somebody can look at my art piece and truly understand what I'm thinking and feeling. Mm. And then they, they talk to me about it and I haven't said anything to them. Yeah. Um, I think that's the exhale for me. Gotcha. So. To add on to that, um, <clears throat> so you said that, you know, it makes you feel good when they're able to understand exactly what you're trying to convey. Um, have you had somebody come up to you and tell you what they saw and it wasn't even what you were trying to get across? And you was like, I didn't think about it that way. Like, have you ever had one of those? Yeah. Moments? Yeah. I actually love that, too. <laughs> I love hearing other people's point of view and what they see in my artwork because it's it it's a part of me in them um, and how they feel interacting with me, if that makes sense. Oh no, it, it, it makes it makes perfect sense because yeah. <laughs> um, like I'm an artist too, so like I yeah I totally get it, I totally understand, it. and I love that. Like I think I love that more than them mm-hmm. getting exactly what I was trying to convey because mm-hmm. like it's just dope to see another person's perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? And somebody can be going through something right then and there in their life. Um, and your artwork can touch them in ways that, that you had no idea. Um, and I love that a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I don't want to 
chance to talk to her, but I kind of want to ask a roundtable question if y'all don't mind. Can I? Can I? Can I ask my question? Sure. Everybody, we can run sure. back. Uh, let me ask you this: There's a there's vulnerability, obviously, something that you express in your art. Mm-hmm. Um, express. Can you explain um, the best you can with words what it's like? <laughs> the tension of being vulnerable while also like there's just a tension within the vulnerability where you just express oh, a little yeah. bit with words how that feels yeah um i think a lot of my artwork is confrontational mm. as well um so i do in college i did a lot of work on politics um because that had a lot to do with me being latina mm. and donald trump in office um and so i did a lot of artwork based on that um and I don't like confrontation. Like, I don't like it when I have to face it, like, verbally. Um, but through my artwork, I love it. I love sitting back and listening to other people's point of views and talking about, because I don't have to say anything. Like, yeah. I don't have to face that. Um, so I think maybe that's the tension mm. that I feel. Um, what are people going to think? How are they going to feel? How are they going to react? Yeah. Are they gonna get it? So, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Well, I was just gonna ask, um, kind of something not far off topic from that. So, given the fact that all of y'all are like really much creatives, like, what would you say? How can I phrase this? Um, give me your, give me your process in that that goes in creating so for you like your art pieces for you like the poetry for you, your music or whatever it is you do like what is the kind of atmosphere you set is there a certain mm-hmm. kind of like mood that you have to be in when you create and, you know is there a certain mindset you like to have just something like that yeah um so recently i did a piece um about my grandma and right now she has cancer um and so I think I just automatically turned on the art switch and I just went in a painting mode and I just like started process. I didn't have anything, no music. Like I just, I didn't call anyone. I just picked up the paintbrush and just like drew what I was feeling for. And I ended up painting um, a brain in a heart um, and just like started painting that. But I don't know that there's any process. I think every piece is different um, for me personally. Um, sometimes I like to just put on, like I'll put on Janae uh, or, you know, just some like vibe, <laughs> vibe music, you know. Um, but it really just depends on the mood or, you know, why I'm making the piece. So for me, um my process, I got a lot of processes, man. Um, it used to be me just listening to uh, sad music, um, sad songs. Mm-hmm. Like my art, it folk, my poetry, it focuses on, um, it focuses on like uh, pain, heartbreak, mm-hmm. not the happy-go-lucky stuff. I mean, I write happy-go-lucky stuff, but the world isn't 100% happy-go-lucky, right? right? It's real. So there are going to be times we got to deal with heartbreak and pain. So I write about it from that place and then also write about writing from a place of overcoming that. You know what I mean? 
So for me, how it goes now is like I can listen to a song and then just get in the mood, like how you say, like listen to Janae or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it's been really doing for me right now is just me. Um, it's just me listening to not listening to, but like I can hear something. And then, like, it'll be like a phrase or a sentence or something, and I could break it down. I'll be like, yo, that's the title of the poem right there. And I just go off that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, let me see if I can find it real, real, real So real, real, you real. start with titles and then write? For the most part, what I've been doing lately, yes. That, that's how, it, how it's been going. Um, uh, uh, So I give you two examples, right? So um, I was listening, not listening. I was talking to my friend, and he was saying like how he has a good memory, how he knows things about art. And then I just thought about it. I just singled that out, and I was like, my heart. How can I do something like creative with that? And then I thought about like, all right, cool. I can create a poem based off of getting to know a girl, right? Mm -hmm. But getting to know her so well that it's by heart. So it'd be like a double entendre with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I do it with that. Um and then another one, uh The Walking Dead, which would be a play on, you know, a relationship that's dead but is walking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like things like that, it like it like it inspires me to be like, yo, I can write about something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I can write about this topic and everything else like that. So that's my writing process been like lately. I say for myself, man, uh, music has this like evokes an emotion, right? And so every time I hear a beat, or I, like like that's I I run to the emotion that I feel and try to write as fast mm-hmm. as I can, kind of thing, which is kind of crazy because like, but what happens is like I feel that emotion so strongly. I just try to run to it and like boom, let me get let me get everything out that I feel right now. And those are the moments where I find myself the most successful with getting out that that emotion and that thought. The hardest part is coming back to it and trying to refine that same feeling because sometimes you listen to a song one day, it makes you feel one way. If it's a song a different day, it makes you feel an entirely different way. So we're sitting there like, man, how do I invoke that feeling? So I think that like honestly, that's my, my creative process relies heavily on my emotions, which is which is great for certain moments. Tor horrible for other ones. I'm trying to revisit something, and I'm like, I can't find that emotion anymore because I've, I've I've grown. You know what I mean? Like I've grown. I've I've felt that pain. I've moved, and I've, and I've tried to move forward, right? Because to linger in it would do myself a little bit more damage than going away from it. But for the sake of the art, I almost want to stay in that space to be able to complete this piece of art. And I, I, I that's a challenge I, I deal with like like constantly. I'm like, man, like that one time, like I think about that heartbreak. Dang, that hurt. So I get a version out about the heartbreak, right? But then I come back to that like three days later, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm feeling all right now." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, like because because part of it was getting it all on the page to begin with. So now I've done it, and I'm like, "All right, I feel a lot better now. I can't revisit that spot the way I had it before because it's not as raw anymore." Um, so yeah, man, I don't know. It's been like something on my brain trying to figure out. So the, my favorite, like, that's why, like, right now, like, I'm trying to figure out a collaborative project project with some friends because I feel like it'd be a lot of fun to be able to. Focus on that one verse and honing in that that thing in one way because trying to think verse, chorus, verse can be so like like mm-hmm. hindering because you're trying because by the first verse that comes out 
might be the first verse or the second verse of the song, but then that's whatever follows after that has to fall in line with that first thing that I did. And I find myself having a hard time getting back to that. But when I work with other people, I don't have to worry about it. I can just like leave it out there and then let other people bring their own thoughts into it. And that's what, that's like the fun stuff. That's fun for me. That's, that's fun and the most easy. Um, doing it by myself is the most difficult because I'm so critical of myself and I'm like, dang, I got to come back and make sure these all these two things line up. Whereas if it doesn't, if the other guy says something that doesn't line up with what I said, that's fine with me. It's just be what he, what he brings to it, you know? So yeah, that's my process. That was very emotion driven. I say. I have a question for you. Um, do you think being around artists, you can tap into that creativity? Um, it's a question I've never thought of. Um, I would not foresee myself answering something like that. Okay, well, let me give it a shot. As far as I know, I believe some things can be rubbed off, not me. Um, I believe certain people, I believe everybody in the world is born with a certain, well, let me say it like this. If I think about it, everybody is born with a certain artistic talent, whether we consider mm-hmm. it art or not. But how it's communicated to the society beyond that person is interpreted in different ways. So whereas somebody might be good at drawing, there's another person that's really apt in painting. Mm-hmm. But the drawing is not lessened because there's somebody that can just paint really well. It's just you do two things differently, mm-hmm. but they both consider the same thing because if you mm-hmm. paint, you draw. That's how I look at it. But past me, it looks different to society. So I would I would say no because uh, my brother, I have a brother who draws really good, and I used to try to draw after him. Like, he was, like this is like Famous Place Gallery 13. He applied for when he was young. And I tried to draw after him, but none of the stuff I drew matched. But it inspired me to think in an artistic kind of, like in an artist, you know, an artistic way. Mm-hmm. So it was about finding, you know, what art I excelled at. But it just happens to be a lot different than putting a pencil in. Mm-hmm. So I think of it like that. I like how you're talking to all three of us like you don't do art as well. You do poetry. Well, I mean, that is art. You play, I mean, you play guitar. I mean, yeah. You did but, spoken word on one of my albums. Yeah. But. And what you just explained, I feel like the answer is yes. That but, you can tap into that because just because my work doesn't look like yours okay. means that yes, you can, but it just going to look different. So I'm going to let you see me from my mind. When I hear tap into, I think mimic. I think mimic to the point of, Mm. you know, concise. So that's what, that's how I just picture. But in general, like tapping to like just the ability. Yeah. I think it's called, Mm. I think, I think a better word for it for me is inspiration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, inspire somebody to do something. Cam wrote a verse and it was hard. It inspired me to write a verse. I don't rap. Yeah. But it was like, all right, yeah. It was like, man, it was hard. Yeah, let me see what I can do. Yeah. Like, but that was it. Like, but I believe this this inspiration is almost addicting and contagious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. If you think about it. But um, I did want to ask another question. Mm-hmm. When did you know you 
wanted, not just wanted to be an artist as an adult, but when did you know you had a talent for what you did? Mm. I have always loved art since I was really little. Um, but I think when other people started telling me that I could do something with it is when I started believing in myself. Um, I just felt like it wasn't supposed to be seen in the beginning. Um, and that my work was just my work for me only. And this is how I expressed my feelings. Um, but then when other people started seeing it and relating to it and understanding it is when I decided that I should share. And there are still times when I don't share my artwork. For, that's for me. But, um, yeah, I think that's when I considered myself an artist was when other people can relate through my work. For sure. What about you? Was I know how to talk for it? Like, yeah. Man, it had to be like a like a school performance or something. Yeah, it was. It was. Definitely <laughs> it was. was. A show. Definitely was. I think what was it? Tenth tenth grade is when I first started performing my own stuff. Um, and I think that was the first time I had like the like the like that first first song I ever like wrote and performed like that was like that invigorating feeling. I was like, oh, I want to do this for a long time. Then I, and I feel like and I, and I got affirmation that made me feel like I like really did a good job. I think the first performance of my senior year, I wrote a song the entire summer. I just worked on it the entire summer. Like I come back to it, did it all. So I'm like I knew what I knew once like senior year started, first performance, I was gonna do it. So I prepared for it like crazy. When it came out time to do it, like I just killed it. I just knew I killed it. Like I just like I just I, I knew it because I could, but I but I had like I had tried so hard that I knew like I like and so at the end of that performance I just kind of knew I was like I was like oh shoot like in the way the affirmation came from everybody else around that too was just like yeah no I got the sauce like I I know I can I know I can pull this off for real yeah. it's, it's not it's, it's less about if more about when kind of thing for me and I've kind of felt that I've always, you know you get your doubts inside that here and there like that but I've always kind of felt like. Especially in the last like two two years or so like that, it's just like man, it's less about if more about when, bro. When I get locked, like when I'm able to get locked in, I have the time to figure it out like that. Like this stuff will take off in me in some kind of way. I'm not gonna be Drake or nothing like that, but like it's gonna come together. Um, you could be better than Drake. Oh, I appreciate that, but you know we'll see. Well, time will tell. But all all I know is that like I'm I'm pre- I'm fairly confident that as long as like the Lord seems like got my opportunities and stuff like that, and I give I give this like real effort and real time like that, but it's just a matter of time before things start to pan out. So for me, um, it's kind of weird because I remember back in third grade when I was introduced to poetry, right? Um, It was like lovey-dovey stuff. And at that time, in my head, as a kid, I'm like, this is for girls. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to work with this. I don't want to do none of this. Um, and then we fast forward a couple of years, I think about fifth or sixth grade, I wrote like my first novel. Um, and the only person that read it ever was my mom, but she said like, yo, it's, it was phenomenal. Back then, 
my mom's phenomenal. It's like, <laughs> yo, yeah, I'm gonna be famous one day. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Like if you were to hear it now, like, oh baby, this is so good. Like, thanks, ma. Yeah. I, I pre- you know what I'm saying? Like right, one of those. Yeah. But um, we go even fast forward to like my freshman year, um, and I remember Ross is bored in class. And I just wrote something and I was like, this seems like a poem. You know what I mean? Like, I think my, I think I was attempting to try to write a rap. It's like I was bored in class, but I didn't have no music to go with it. And I can think of no beat, but yeah. I was just like, okay, this seems more like a poem. And I remember putting it on tag. Do you remember tag back in the day? Yeah. So I put it on tag. I put it on my page. Um, and then girls just started commenting on it, liking it, messaging me about like, oh, this is cute, right here, uh, poem, all this other stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh, you like this? It came for you. <laughs> Word. I'm like, hey, right. cool. Y'all like it? I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I'm, I'm just <laughs> you like it. I love it. Like, I'm just a nerdy kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't got cheese and everything. Exactly. I didn't got cheese and everything. So it's like, yo, like I don't, I don't have nothing of interest to you yeah. anyway. But if these words work, listen, I'm, I'm with it. You know what I mean? It's the inside scoop right here. But, like, um, it took for me to get into my first relationship and have that first heartbreak and then for me to start writing for me to know that I, like, really, really had a gift for it. Like, people would tell me, like, when I was writing, when I was in a relationship, before I was in a relationship, like, yo, you're good. And I'm like, Whatever, bro. Like, yeah. like this is for the girls, bro. Like, I don't, I don't care what you like. I'm good. That is yeah. cool. Like, I'm not trying to make this no career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, this is gonna lead me to no girlfriend. This is that. That was the goal. Yeah. That was the end goal for the poetry. And it wasn't until after you know what I'm saying the heartbreak and stuff that I started writing that people was just like, "Yo, I feel the pain that you feel." You know what I'm saying? Like, I can really understand this. You know what I mean? And then, like, one of those days, like, I had a friend that told me, like, they were going to commit suicide. But for some reason, they read my poem, like, maybe an hour or two before they figured they was going to do it. And they were gonna be like, reading your poetry made me not feel alone, which turns out made me not want to commit suicide. And at that point, I was like, all right, I'm... This is this is a gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta do something with it. And then that's how the ball pretty much got the rolling with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like poetry albums, books, all this other good stuff. All right, real quick, I wanna put this little story in. So I met him, I was like what? Senior? 2010, one of those. So Man, I go to this man's crib. I see this. It's like a little piece of paper on the wall. And it got this title on it. It's like a bunch of words. It's like, man, what's that? He's like, oh, man, this is poem I wrote. Now, he don't like for me to tell the other half of this story. I don't remember none of this. Don't cool. tell it after. Can I tell? No, it's not I'm embarrassing. Sorry. No, you can, tell, just, you can tell the whole thing. I don't, I don't cool. remember this. So, the poem was called Jupiter Love. And his face died. Ah, 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 ah. 
So Man, I knew this was gonna happen. I told I tried to tell her. I said, no, nah, don't tell the rest of the story. But I knew. She so, knew. I don't remember the porn. Thank God. But he was like, man. I'm like, man, oh man, what was you like? Inspired by like the Trey Songs? <laughs> Trey Songs song? He's like, no, nah, I wrote that before the Trey Songs song. I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, he's like, the lyrics. Like, a little bit. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, this man wrote song, the whole thing. He like, I ain't gonna say he stole it. <laughs> I t- Bro, I'm serious. But I was just like, like it was the, like the resemblance. I wish he still had the resemblance is uncanny yeah. for him to have write it years prior, yeah. and then for him to write the song. Like I like, nah, bro. He ripped that, bro. That's funny. So song stole it, man. I don't. Know. I ain't accusing him. I don't know, but that's why I was shout saying. Out that. Shout I, out to Shout out to him. Give Fred his reparations. <laughs> right, hey, man. Just give him his, you know, I, his, his I, little words. I, I, I he wants his restitution. I don't remember putting that up. I remember putting it on Facebook because, like, that's what I did. Like, for a long stretch of time, I think for, like, my whole entire senior year, every day I wrote, like, a poem or two, and I put it up on, like, the Facebook notes section, which don't even exist no more. But that's what I did. I remember putting it up there, but actually writing it out and putting it on a wall, yeah, I don't remember that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying liner. I'm just saying, like, yo, I don't remember that. I remember it being on the wall. But that's why it was it was weird because it was like when I first met, like the beginning of our friendship, and then like that was the first thing I began to know about. So it was your artistic talent for poetry. And it was like, word, I had to stop writing. You know, I, I wrote a couple girls, little love letters, got a little couple of relationships together, and I was I was cool like in like fifth grade. So I was like, all right, you know, I was the cool guy that hooked a couple people up yeah. writing poems. But after that, like I just stopped. I didn't care for it. It wasn't nothing that interested me. So when I seen him and I seen that poem, I was like, yo, so I asked your question. Like I said, inspiration? For sure. Like I think I think art can definitely inspire. Is it? Is it like I think it becomes about what's your strong suit? Because my my strong suit isn't writing. It's not those kind of arts. Like my yeah. artistic talent is in the physical. So it's different. But let me ask y'all this, because um, he just brought up like an interesting, an interesting point. Because this happens to me like all the time. When you talk about your art with other people, do you have those people that be like, "Yo, I used to do that when I was younger, but I stopped." Like, have you met anybody be like, "Yo, I used to rap too, but that was back when I was younger, but I stopped rapping because whatever happened in life." Or with you and your mm-hmm. are you drawing and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens all the time. Um, I just try to encourage people. I think it's also important to take breaks, uh, which I'm actually just getting off of one here soon. Um, I stopped. I had a show, and then I decided I needed a break for a little bit. So I can understand if people don't want it takes a lot <laughs> to like put your work out there and and um to just keep it going be your own boss um as an artist in general um but yeah i do i a lot of people say that yeah 
I've had a lot of people come up to me and say it like, yo, I used to do this. I used to write. I don't do it no more. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't as good as yours. Like, I don't, I couldn't imagine myself sharing. I'm like, you don't have to share. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. art, all art ain't meant to be shared. Like, it's up to the artist's discretion of whether they want to share it or not. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. how you say, like, I always encourage them. It's like, yo, you can still write. Right. The only person that can want to read it be just you or whoever you decide you want it to be read by. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you don't have to. And the stop doesn't have to be permanent. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to let them know. You know what I mean? Like, if it's something that you want to do still, then right. do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like right. you, it's not like a, a writing contest or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just writing it for you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. art is a way to express yourself. Um, it's like, it's what I thought about yesterday, what I think about art. Creating art would be like inhaling and then releasing the art would be like exhaling. It's like breathing. At least that's how it feels like to me. I don't know if it feels like that to y'all, but it's like when I'm writing and when I'm creating, it's just like, yo, I'm taking in all of these inspirations and like all of these muses and like everything to create it. And then when it's done, it's just like, all right, I can breathe now. Like I can exhale, I can let it all go. Regardless of whether I'm sharing it with somebody or not, most of the time I am sharing some other people, but like, it's like, all right, it's out now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's how I feel about it. I know you want to say something. <clears throat> Can I ask you one more question, though? I, I did peep your Instagram, right? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I watched the dancing performance. Oh, did you? <laughs> Let me ask you this question. What is the nerves like to be up there performing like that? Because I've only performed on the stage once. I was terrified. And I don't know how people, like, that was it. Like, that was as far as I went. It was like, once, all right, I'm cool. Like, I don't, like, is, do, do you always have that tension when you, like, performing? Or is it, like, does it change? Like, do you get used to it? Like, what is it? Mm, I mean, I haven't performed a lot. Um, I think that performance happened twice. Um but I also, I was in a choir growing up. Um, I'm still very connected to them. But when I did perform, it was still nerves. Like maybe that's just who I am or how I how I am with my emotions and feelings and just get tense. <laughs> um, it is, I mean, but it, it is something else to be like the only person that everyone's looking at. And then you're also telling your story um, in your art, in your performance. So, yeah, that makes it a hundred times more nerve wracking. <laughs> uh, to answer the question before, the fear and the weight of it. So when people ask, people say like, like they rap, I realize I don't, I block that out because when I, when two things happen for me when I hear people like say something to me like that, like, Oh, I used to rap, but I stopped it. All right, the fear of becoming like them. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like one day I'm gonna stop rap. Like I'm gonna stop rapping like that because because like life hit me or like stuff stuff happened. And I just you know the fear of that. And then the second one is the weight of it, right? Because then the weight is if I have is is almost carrying it for them too, like now because I hear all these people who mm-hmm. have this dream and, and let it go, and I'm still over here, got like still holding the torch, and I'm like. 
dang, like knowing that like I'm trying to I'm trying to carry this and that, but thinking about all the people who came before me who didn't make it like up the mountain kind of thing. Like, I'm just like man, that's shoulders. So I realized I had to block that out. Like honestly, I'm just like, man, when I hear that hear those like that, like I feel bad for those people by that, but I had to block them out. Can't remember their name, can't remember their face, can't remember like the moment it was said. I know it's happened before, but I block it out because that's too much weight for me. Like I just can't do I can't I can't do do what I have to do um as a creator. Um with all of that on me because that's just how I wear it. I can't, I can't not wear it that I, I, I can't do it any other way. I'm like, I am who I am. Right. So when it comes to performing though, bruh, that is always, always a, a place of like nerves because you want to do well. And I don't know that it's always a lack of confidence that makes you worry about that. It's just a, always like a, like a awareness that things can go wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a certain amount of adrenaline you got to be able to like, like have when it comes to performing like that, and like, almost like, you got to want to have that too, to drive you through the entire thing. You know, that's like I've I've heard like people who perform like they perform and they can't sleep the whole night after that, right? Basketball players who play a game and they can't sleep the night after like night after the game because they were on for the last like, you know, three hours, and and like that stuff is still in them. You know what I mean? Um, so like. Yeah, man, there's a certain, like, there's a certain part of it, though, that if I didn't have the nerves and, like, I don't know that I, I would want to do it. It's like, it's like that, that rush, like, you gotta, you gotta want, you gotta, you gotta almost want it a little bit. Um, and that's, I think that's probably the crazy side of being an artist, where you're, like, where you kind of want that rush, even though, like, you know it's just mm-hmm. killing you inside, <laughs> like, hours before you go on like that, days, maybe even days, weeks before you do, guys, you do what you gotta do, what you gotta do. but the moment that it hits, and you get to kill it, and you get to finish the thing, you get to walk off, you just, like, Man, I could like sleep for three days now, but dang, for that for those three hours, I felt like I felt like like mm-hmm. me at my purest. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. So, um, before we wrap up, let me get to this. So, I saw Judas, the Black Messiah. Finally, did you see it? No, it's okay. That's all right. It's all right. It happens. It happens. It happens. I don't I expect nothing less, you know what I mean? Ah, so you will good at that. I think I'll be safe. <laughs> I'll be safe. Now that we can have this discussion. Do we do you mind if we have a discussion? Yeah. Yes. So for the Jews Black Messiah. For anybody who have been, you know. Have you seen it? You did you, okay. It's okay. not yet. I mean, you should watch. It. I it came out a while ago, but yeah. It's, it's right there. That's cool. But we, we we have a saga about this thing. Oh, it's about to close. So can we can we can we mourn this though? Like this is about we're about to end this saga. I mean, I guess you still gotta watch it, but like but we've been that big. Well, it's just it's been almost it's been like nearly it's been a year. We've been talking about this, man. And you finally saw it, man. I'm so proud of you. What did you think about the movie? No, I want to hear what you thought about the movie. <laughs> I've been waiting for a year. I'm not gonna like your take on it. I can tell by your face, man. Drop that. Drop it. Let's go. The acting was superb. Absolutely. The the video work, like how they shot it and everything, how it, it was it was phenomenal. Presentation was phenomenal. And my problem doesn't necessarily stem from the movie. It okay. stems from the story it was telling. 
Because okay. was everything in it 100% factual? To your knowledge, to your best of your knowledge? So the best of my knowledge is supposed to be as factual as possible. Cool. Um, so I didn't know a lot about Fred Hampton or the Black Panthers. I mean, I know what I needed to know about it because yeah. I'm not oblivious to it. I'm, I'm, right. I'm black. I grew up in Chicago. No, like this is part of the history of this, right? I just didn't like it because I knew what was coming already. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so for me, knowing what was coming and knowing it was going to be sad, it was just like a, I don't know, man. It was like a kid at a at a at a doctor's just waiting for them to like stick the needle or to like prick the finger. Like you yeah. know it's coming. Yeah. That's what we're here for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, like the whole experience, the whole the, them acting, like everything was like phenomenal. It's just like the story was just like, yo, I know what's gonna happen. I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but he's gonna get killed. He's gonna get assassinated, whatever you wanna call it. And it's gonna be like I I don't know, bro. Like it was it 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 it's not it's not black trauma porn. It's not that. Ooh. It's not I've never heard before and I don't like it. It's just like it's not trauma. Have you have you heard of Lena Waste? Yes. The person that made or yeah. produces the show or whatnot. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you seen the show that she got on Amazon? What's it called? I think it's called You or something like that. I don't know. It's something. It's something that, that's in the realm of like us. She tried to make a TV version of us or something like that. Nope. Jordan, Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. So in the show, she has a scene where a baby is like shredded, ripped apart or whatnot. Black baby. That's Son. There's no need for that. That's it. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole list of reasons why I don't necessarily like Lana, but we just we're gonna we're gonna, yeah, yeah. we gonna table that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, like that would be an example of like some black trauma porn stuff like that, right? Okay. But that's what I said. Like, truth and black side is not that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm It's just I prefer to see if I'm going to watch a movie about our people. Yeah. I would much rather like it on a lighter tone, like it can have the drama, it can have the suspense and stuff like that, but it puts us in a better light. I don't want to see us gunned down. I don't want to see us assassinated like yeah. that. For me personally, like I said, it's a personal thing. It's yeah. not about the movie per se. It's yeah. about the personal thing. But other than that, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Other than that, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. If you ask me what I thought about the movie, I feel like I bet the best movies in there are the ones that make the villain uh, make you empathetic toward the toward the villain, right? Empathetic, mm-hmm. sympathetic toward the villain, right? Mm-hmm. If you can figure that out, right? And to a certain extent, it almost felt like *Judas and the Black Messiah*. There was like, there was there was there a villain, or was there like two protagonists who had two things, like who 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 had two separate goals that collided with the, with one another? You know what I mean? It's like Game of Thrones. It was just it was just I never watched Game of Thrones, but I I, I should. But I felt like it articulated 
the pain I know I feel inside my heart as a black man, knowing what I know about our history, knowing what I know about my everyday life, but putting that into like this movie into this movie because essentially you have the duality of these two characters who like both have to do what they have to do, mm-hmm. but one person's and, and one person's have to has have to ruins another person's has to have to. You know what I mean? At that like and I don't know, I just I just appreciate I always like historical movies. I like how they like read, like interpret like what happened and like give it to us in an artistic light. And I just find like this movie did it in a very beautiful way. Um and knowing how how the story was gonna end, obviously there was that pain of that, but it felt as honest as possible. Like I didn't feel like there was this even like let's 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 say let's say like the, the grand villain in this in the story is like white people essentially, right? That's essentially kind of what it is, like that white like white people, white government, right? It's essentially that, right? Because because when you get down to it, there's just this this fear that if if they if if this thing ever grows enough like that, or if this this man ever be like ever actually gets like the the support, the sort, the support, or like he gets the like if his the backing, yeah, right, the backing like that, like if he gets his voice gets amplified any more like that, it threatens the li- like the livelihood and the quality of life for white people, right? And and it's like I don't know, just answered the question, and it, it just reminded me of like this, this the hard reality because I had a hard time with it for like a couple of days after watching the movie because I was like, bro, the the reality is that the the our country is built on is our country is built on racism for one, but like out of out of a place of fear though more more so now than a place of even like authority over right like it was like it built on having authority over black bodies but even got to the point where it was like if they get any like if they get to seize ever seize their potential or full potential or ever really like get unified and get together like that and really fight for what's right with that they might actually get what they want and that threatens my livelihood right that threatens what what i need to be important um which in and of itself being a, being as a fear turns into something evil and bad, but but with it but by itself like that is just people who are afraid trying to protect what they feel like is theirs and they're not supposed to lose, right? So it's not even so it's so it's so it's like it's the fear of, of black excellence that then propels people to making these horrible decisions that end up costing all of us greatly, um, but not necessarily out of a place of like your skin is brown, so I hate you. No, what you're trying to do threatens what I what, what I feel like I'm supposed to have, and therefore you you now pose a threat to me. And so that that's the part that I felt like was so done well in the movie, where it was like it was less less to do with the fact that like their their skin is brown, so we hate them. It's like no, their advancement like it it, it uh, endangers endangers me in some kind of way, and I must do what I have to do to stop to stop this. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if you you like you want to get something. I just want to jump on that real quick. Um, so what I meant by that with Game of Thrones is uh, you've seen some Game of Thrones, right? Have seen you seen Game season. of Thrones? No? Okay. So with Game of Thrones, essentially they're... Don't, don't really, I'm watch it. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Like, essentially, there is no bad guy, right? Because it's similar to what you were saying, is that everybody believes what they're doing is the right thing for their side, their country, whatever the case may be. And um, when you take a look at it from that perspective, 
rather than a, oh, you're not honorable, oh, you're going behind somebody's back and doing this, that, and the third. When you look at it from that point of view, of just their perspectives, like, I can see how you think that you're the good guy. Yeah. And how you're making the best decisions for your people and you're doing nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that was an interesting thing. Like you said, like, that was an interesting thing in the movie because, you know, that it was, like, conflicts with everything. Because the FBI agent guy, you know what I'm saying, he thought what he was doing was the right thing to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And once his own livelihood got put into question, you know what I'm saying, when he was in the office with them two other guys and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they asked him that question, he was like, ah, so now I have to kind of give up some of my morals and whatnot and standards and everything else like that because it's affecting my livelihood. Yeah. And then you got Bill and then you got Fred and, you know, Bill is just trying to, he's trying to live the best way that he knows how to live. And like I said, like everybody like has their own thing and it's like they meeting and it's like conflicting. Yeah. And somebody's side has to lose in order for the other to win. You know what I mean? And like I said, like I, I thought that like that was uh uh it was interesting. It was interesting to see that. You know what I'm saying? It's just that I knew what was going to be the end result of it, and it was hard to kind of you know what I'm saying, to really enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like it's not it's not gonna be a happy ending because yeah. that's not factual. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, what what were you gonna say? Or you weren't gonna say nothing? No. At this point no matter yeah, I got you. You want to talk? No. Okay. We kind of ended on a solemn note. But one for the money, two for the show. No, I just wanted to get that out there. Because, like, I've seen the movie. Yeah, no, no. I appreciate we talked about it. Because I've been trying to try to talk, watch the movie for a year now. Well, I told y'all I watched the documentary. I know. It don't matter. It don't matter. Stop bringing that up. It don't matter. Did you watch this interview, man? That's like me saying, like, did you read the book and you said I read the summary? That's not the summary. No, I read the no, actual read the, book. No, bro. No, 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 no. Dad, no, I watched no, the documentary. No. You watched the summary. No, no. <laughs> I asked you to watch the piece of art that's right there, bro. You said I watched the thing about the piece of art. I watched the history behind the art. I said, no, bro, you just watched the movie. Movie long, though. Wasn't it wrong? Wasn't it long? I was, was long, at, I was at an hour and 20 minutes, and I realized I had 40 more minutes to go, and I'm just like, bro. Yeah, bro. I was, I slept, I, I was asleep. I was like, bro, I got to finish in the morning, G. This is, this is too much. It was a lot of emotion, bro. I'm like, oh, man. It was a lot, bro. I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like, I don't really get emotionally attached to too many movies. But did you see uh, When They See Us? Yeah. Bro, that was tough. That literally hit me on the edge of my bed. Yeah. Like, I was oh, yeah. I, I was like. Yeah. I was like, I ain't never been really too shook at when I've been watching slasher movies since I was a kid. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like pretty cool with it. So but it was just like that, that scared, that was terrifying. Yeah. I was like, oh no. Yeah. That's that's one of them, that's one of them that was really great, but was so hard to watch that I'd like for like little black it out a little bit. Like like man, that was so good. But when I tell you like I didn't talk about it in the last like three years of that, never talk about it. Because I don't want to have to bring myself everything. back to that. It was yeah. so tough to watch, bro. Oh my gosh! I don't even want to talk about it now, bro. But that, yeah, but that was hard, man. That that's was what, hard. But I'm gonna tell. But I guess another reason why I said it is because that's what like 
watching Judas and the Black Messiah too. Because I told, well, I don't know if I said it here to y'all, but I know I've said it before. Like that was my dream to be a revolutionary. And the thing is, I've watched what happens when you do that. Yeah. And it's like it never prevented me from wanting to still be there. It's just like it's hard for me to watch things associated with that because gotcha. it's like one thing you know what I'm saying. It does it puts you in the mindset of what you have to be weary of. That's a lot. That's a lot. But to end on a happier note, I don't see why people like Chick Fil A. I honestly don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. The burgers, I got a spicy chicken sandwich from there once, and I was offended. You didn't like the spicy chicken sandwich? I, they, oh, you need to get the Polynesian sauce. Why didn't they put it on the burger? I, oh, how am I supposed to know? I got to ask you for ketchup and mayonnaise. How, why do I have to pay extra for lettuce and tomato? I can go to I can go to Burger I can go to not Burger King what's that place Popeyes and they'll at least put pickles on. Let me ask you one question: How long did it take you to get your order though? A while, because I went to the one that was on um, that's on Chicago Avenue, right off State. Yeah, oh, so they yeah, they usually yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, yeah, I, was, I still like, got my food fast over there. That's what I'm saying. Like most yeah. most Chick Fil A's, bro, you can have your order in like two food. minutes or something, bro. Bro, I have never had to wait more and than five minutes the, for my stuff. The one, the one that's over off Roosevelt. Um, I know it's not exactly on Roosevelt, but like, like you turn, like you make a left and you going east toward the lake from sure you're coming from west. Sure, but you make a left, it's like a Chick Fil A right there. But I was there to pick up an order. It took forever, forever. Okay. I'm nah. I just I don't like Chick Fil A. I don't like their fries. No offense. I don't like their fries. I like I had the waffle fries for real, bro. Like I, like I had got a free order from that, and I was just like, "I'm getting." <laughs> I had my best friend like, "This is you, like, nah." Let me nah. let me let me ask you this one question, Maria, before we get about it. Um, why Chick Fil A? <laughs> I know, not why Chick Fil A. Um, so you said that you're not big on the office, Parks and Rec. I'm not big on Parks and Rec either, but that's here and here and there. How much you want? What is a show, sitcom or whatever, that you think is great that you could just watch over and over again and not get tired of? I love New Girl. I'm not mad at that. I'm, I, like, I love it. I, I love do it. like I'm, I'm not Girl. mad at that. You never watched New Girl? Oh. Oh, you might need to watch New Girl, G. New Girl. That's so funny, bro. Yeah. Like, I watched that. Like, I watched that when it came out every time, every week, until the show went off the air, bro. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I was able to binge it all. Like I wasn't on, like I wasn't on it in initial waves. Like I didn't yeah. know nothing about it, and yeah. I just so happened to stumble mm-hmm. upon it. Like when I was watching on Netflix, like Hulu one day, I'm like, yo, this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New girlfriend. That's her. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'll have fun. Um, y'all got anything else to add before we get up out of here? No. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Favorite show. Favorite show? Funny. Where you did this? Funny one. Where you did this? Funny one. So I can't tell the guy kind of Atlanta. Atlanta has that's funny. Since I'm not gonna say the office because that'd be a cop out community. Yep. I want to your mother. 
Okay. Hilarious. Or mom. No, I ain't for that. My baby daddy is kind of. You ever heard of that? My baby's daddy? <laughs> no. I was what type of hood come on? It is not hood. It's a white guy. This is called baby I, daddy, bro. No. It's just called baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. No. You know. You know. You know. But. Yeah, I, actually, I, I watched that show too, though. You see Baby it? Daddy? Yeah, 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 that show was funny. One with Taz Mari in it, a little, uh, little smart guy joint in it. Yeah. yeah. That show was funny. F.A., take us home. All right. Um, once again, Maria, thank you for coming. We appreciate you. Love having you on. We cannot wait to have you on. When it's time to promote your show, for you to come back and tell us about the Office episodes, <laughs> whether you liked them or not, they was Trigger Dash, they was hilarious, they made you a fan. Um, Drop that social. Yeah, you got social. You got anything that's coming up? What can we find you at? Go ahead. Well, okay. To be fair, I have three Instagram handles. That's three too many. <laughs> no, one's my personal one, which I do some of my art. Have my art on. It's Edmosa underscore Artista. H e r m o s a underscore a r t i s t a. And then my business page is FW Comfort Zone. For We are trying to have a show in Chicago, so we need artists. Hey. And we have two and a half artists here. <laughs> so. So if you're trying to get in on this Chicago art show, you probably should DM Armosa underscore Artista. DM FW Comfort Zone. Oh, FW Comfort Zone. Click on the plug. Yes. We accept all artists. Hey. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of Reset the Vibe, episode 51. 51. Yeah. Thank you. 50, 50, 51. Um, 51. This guy. Um, as always, ladies and gentlemen, please take care of one another. Be kind to one another. As always, love. It looked like I dabbed, but I was trying to sleep. I mean, we're about to